Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's going on, No Nation? It's your guy, Kelvin Hunt, editor of ChopChat.com. Welcome to the Built for Playmakers YouTube channel, where we talk FSU all day, every day. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, been up early this morning, post-early signing day edition. Had to get some blood work done. Got a physical next week. So, guys, if you are not doing that, make sure you you get that done each year. Um, look, you uh, got to make sure you're going to be healthy. Um, right. So what this video is going to be about is explaining or, or giving my opinion on why FSU has lost certain players uh, at the end of recruitments on early signing day. And I know there's people in the industry that, you know, I saw a couple of videos yesterday and people were, you know, kind of baffled or putting out some some really crazy narratives out there uh, that really make no sense whatsoever. Um, I work in college admissions. Um, so basically, uh, I've been in that industry for uh, 20 years. And so in a nutshell, I do recruit um, students to college. Um, so to speak. So uh, I think I have some authority to speak on this. Um, and it, it is all about relationships. If you listen to Mike Novell, um, you know, he talks about the importance of building the, those relationships. And so that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, if you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, liking this video, subscribing if you haven't, um, you know, I try to be a little different than most of your FSU uh, YouTube channels. We We look at things uh all across the board uh, and just give different aspects of how things work um so uh, yeah if you wouldn't mind liking this and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get into it but yeah so whenever you're talking about what what has happened over the last three years so fsu has lost their top top ranked recruit um each of the last three years so going back to travis hunter in 2022 you had keldrick falk in 2023 then you had um KJ Bolden this year, right? And so when you when you look at these situations, um, they all have some commonality uh, in them. You obviously you got a guy that's been committed for um, you know a little while, and at the very least, you have a relationship that has spanned um, years. I mean, FSU offered they were the first school to offer KJ Bolden in 2020 during the pandemic. And so, you know, they, you spent time, you know, with this kid and their families, same with Travis Hunter, uh, same with Keldrick Falk. And, you know, and I know, I know people will, will talk about, um, you know, the coaching staff, this and that, this and that. Um, but really when it comes down to it, it's, it's the relationships, right? And, just like when you're dating someone, I mean, really, because when you're when you're talking about football recruiting, I mean, really, really, it is kind of like you're you're dating someone. Right. So if you if you look at just dating in general, when I'm talking about, you know, men, women or whatever. You if you want that relationship, if well, first of all, both of you want you, you have to want to be in a relationship for that relationship to prosper. Right. OK, so if you have that, then you'll generally have you know, probably two people working together to make the relationship work, right? And FSU has shown evidence of that. I mean, overwhelming evidence that they're capable of closing players. I want to put it out there as far as like the Claf not, 
the coaching staff not being able to close. That's that's bull. Listen, you have and 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 I, and I guess people will say, well, they can't close top players. Listen, you have players that were that were ranked five stars. Uh, Landon Thomas was a five star. Cameron uh, Davis was a five star. Luke Crumahope is basically a five star. Uh, you had Hiking Williams, who they signed last year, was a five star. So, so the narrative that they can't close top players is is just BS. Um, you know, just because some random dudes decided to drop a player for whatever reason, um, a couple of spots to take a star away, does not mean the staff cannot close, right? So, let me just say that. But whenever you're talking about you know relationships, you know those are are relationships that that the staff and this this young man and his parents, guardians in the camp or whatever, you know, they've they've worked together and, and obviously they have a common goal. The staff wants the player, the player wants to be at FSU. That's it, right? So when you talk about the players that have flipped, I mean, really, really it comes down to a couple of things. So you have the staff, obviously they're interested in the player and the player has seemingly been interested in coming to FSU for, you know, for whatever reason. OK, but it's kind of like going back to just general dating. If you have someone that wants to be in a relationship and somebody that says they want to be in a relationship, but they really don't really want to have that commitment to be in a relationship. A lot of times. Think about it. How many times has this happened to you or, you know, somebody this has happened to you have someone who's really genuine. Hey, I want to be in a relationship. You know, I want to be in a committed relationship. And somebody will say they want to, but then, you know, then they got all this little nefarious stuff going on or whatever. Um, but they'll tell you what you want to hear to get what they want. And then once they get what they want, then, you know, they exit stage left or whatever. Right. And it's really, and it's really, um, that's really the, what it comes down to. You have, you have players that, you know, are telling the coaches or, or the camps are telling the coaches one thing and ultimately deciding to do something else. And I had somebody on social media say, well, the coaches should know they shouldn't be caught off guard by this stuff happening or, you know, they should have people in place to be close to the camp and to figure out, you know, that this guy doesn't want to be here or, or they're just playing around or whatever. And guys, listen, this isn't, this isn't a video game. <laughs> I mean, if you've never heard this before, hopefully this will, this will ring true to you. People will only allow you to know what they want you to know. Right. Now look, if, <laughs> if I don't want you to know certain things, I'm only going to communicate certain things to you, no matter what you ask me, you know, going back to the relationship. If you say, hey, are you cheating on me? Of course I'm not. You know, if nobody's going to, you know, they're, you know, they're not going to just going to tell you, yeah, I'm doing that or whatever. You know, they're going to you know, try to hide some things or whatever. And, you know, just like, you know, you know, say, hey, I heard that, you know, you, you've been visiting Alabama. Or I heard you've been visiting Georgia or whatever. And, you know. The, the coaching, you know, the player can say, you know, no, I didn't go, whatever. I mean, all you can do is take their word for it. Now, you may you may have some contradictory evidence or, you know, know, know some people at 
those schools that can confirm that happened or whatever. But if that is if the if they if the if the player and the parents or the guardians or whomever are already, you know, not being truthful as far as that goes, um, you know, that's something that's something to take into consideration. But if the player, you know, if the player in the camp are already telling you, you know, or not being truthful to you um, in certain regards, then that kind of tells you all you need to know, um, you know. Because if they if, if they're going to tell you, you know, or not be truthful about things like that, when it comes to, hey, are you putting extra work in uh, whenever we're away from school or, or are you putting extra film work in um, the way I asked you to, you know, if you're if you're not if you're not just, you know, being truthful and doing what you're saying you're going to do, then that's probably a good indicator that it's not going to be a good fit down the road. Right. And then also you you got you got these, you know, sometimes it's not the player. Sometimes it's this it's just a sheer camp around the player. The player may want to go to a certain school, um, but you have parents that are really involved and they may want other things. Right. And so you may say, well, it's up to the staff to win that parent over, um, so to speak. But at the same time, it goes back to, well, if the parent isn't communicating effectively or being truthful in certain regards you you can only go on what you're being told so if 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 a, if a you know a parent or whomever is just saying all the right things i mean yeah i guess there's certain ways you can pick up but you can use some discernment to say oh okay well this doesn't feel right or whatever but again if if they continue to tell you you know not what you want to hear what you you know what what you think is the truth I mean, there's there's only so much you can do um, as far as that goes. And so ultimately, the players that wind up at FSU are the players that want to be at FSU. Um, so these guys that have flipped and gone elsewhere. I mean, if you look at it in hindsight, there's some things that um, have, have kind of revealed themselves, so to speak, that, you know, ultimately, I think they probably would not have been a fit at FSU, either that or um Mike Novell would have had to hold these guys accountable and not allow them to do certain things. Um so look, the guys that are FSU that signed yesterday, they want to be there. Um the guys that went elsewhere, they're where they want to be. Um so you know that's that is what it is. Um you know but the staff you know they have an, an excellent track record as far as closing. It doesn't look great because you know you have one or two guys, well, really one. I mean, really, it's like one uh, for the last, you know, three years to to flip on early signing day. But if you look at it in the totality, that's three guys out of what probably what's that forty, close to forty, something like that. Players that have signed. I mean, that's that's an excellent close rate. I mean, when you look at the other schools around the country, all of them have players that are flipping. Flipping is nothing new. Players flip all the time. They flipped 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. It's going to happen next year, even more so probably now because the way the um, the landscape is with NIL and it's the wild, wild west out there. Um, so that's it's nothing new. Um, but, you know, people saying that the staff, you know, need to change, you know, be more aggressive, you know, as far as, 
you know, calling people all the time and, you know, or texting people all the time and just badgering them like some other schools. Look, that's that makes no sense because people will only tell you what you want to hear. They'll only allow you to know what they want you to know. Um, and then ultimately, like I said, if you have to pressure kids so much and, and I mean, basically, I mean, force them to sign with you. I mean, that's probably not going to work out well. And while you'll see a lot of guys hitting the portal after one or two years um, and there's prime examples of FSU, uh, even with FSU. I mean, if you go back to um, Sam McCall, Sam McCall was a five star player. Sam McCall came in, you know, highly rated player. You signed him. You're happy you signed him. But Sam McCall, you know, he for whatever reason couldn't really get on the field and ultimately didn't contribute a thing at FSU and then went on to transfer. And so, yeah, you signed that guy, but it's like he, you know, for whatever reason, he decided he, he didn't want to be there anymore and he's gone. So listen, it's not the end of the, it's not the end of the world. If these kids flip, yes, it's not a great look optics wise, but at the end of the day, you got the guys that wanted to be at FSU, the guys that, you know, or, or, or communicating effectively, uh, you know, being truthful because listen there are there are schools that came after a lot of guys that signed with fsu yesterday luke chromahawk <laughs> georgia was after him uh cameron davis you, you mean some of these receivers a lot of schools are after these guys but you know they wanted to be at fsu they communicated effectively with the staff and they signed so great job by the staff in closing um, those guys, um, that's an excellent close rate, um, you know, only losing one player. Um, you know, yeah, he's a he's a highly rated guy, but I talked about it in the article I wrote, I wrote on Chop Chat. Um, safety is not a position that that kills you if you lose a player. I mean, you, um, you know, you signed the most important player yesterday in Luke Cromahoka quarterback. And you hit a lot of different needs on on the roster as far as O-line wide receiver, defensive backs. Um, now, there are there are some areas they need to improve upon. Um, but, I mean, overall, you know, it's an excellent class. But I just wanted to kind of put it out there as far as, like, you know, the narratives that are there, even FSU people, as far as, you know, some some talk, not, not talking heads, but media guys, I think it's more so they're, these guys that cover FSU are probably upset that they look bad because their predictions were wrong or it, it, it just looks totally crazy um, that, you know, a guy said, hey, I knew where I was going to go three weeks ago. And some guys were projecting, um, you know, him to, to stay with FSU. So I think it's more so they're upset about them looking bad in that respect more so than anything else. And again, whomever your sources are, they're only as good as communication given to them, the information given to them. So if people are telling your sources what they want to hear and, and not being truthful, there's nothing you can do about it because you don't know what their ultimate motive is or whatever. All right. So that's it. It's not it's not rocket science. Um, the coaching staff, uh, you know, they don't need to change a thing as far as being based on relationships, because what they've done over the last four years has gotten FSU to where it is now. Um, I mean, just finished a 13 and no undefeated season, you know, should have been competing for um, a spot to win a national championship. Um, the system they have in place is fine. Um, are the areas that need to improve? Yes. We'll probably talk about those 
uh, in another episode. Um, but as far as being relationship uh, based and and you know getting guys that want to be here, um, they do an excellent job of of getting those guys. And and you can see the quality of player has improved each and every year. Um, could they have gone out there and signed you know five or six more? three-star players and gotten a top five class. Yes, absolutely. No question. But at the same time, that would have been a waste of resources. Um, they can use those those resources better uh, going to the portal and getting some players. So don't get hung up on the whole, oh, you know, they should have had a top five class or whatever. They could have had one if they wanted. They could have had that if they wanted it. Um, if you look down at the guys down south, you know, they got a, a ton of just projects and filler guys, and that's the only reason they're ranked ahead of FSU right now. Um, so kudos to the staff. Um, yes, there's things to improve upon, but they signed an excellent class um, yesterday and um, just wanted to put it out there. So um, let me know what you think in the comments, and um, I'll probably have a couple more videos here soon for you guys. Appreciate you guys um, so much for your support, and um, you know we look forward to talking with you soon. Go Noles. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.